Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. I had people telling me that my 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 staff were selling their own ice cream in my shop, selling phone credit, selling all sorts on the menu, pocketing money. And I went to my mom, I was like, I want to be a chef. She's like, where did this come from? <laughs> you have to go to the university first though. <laughs> You're not doing all this. But she indulged me. I worked hard. <laughs> I would work for free. Um any experience I could get. While I was doing culinary school, I worked at like Billingsgate Fish Market. I used to wash plate and do like kitchen That's assistant. Bad. I never cried at work. Yeah. I never showed them that they, they could break me. Mm-hmm. I was always like, I have to do this. Because at first when I started, I was the only girl mm-hmm. and I was the only black person. And that was very difficult for me. I had a chef one time tell me I should call him master. I actually applied for McDonald's. Um, oh, didn't okay. go for the interview in the end. Why? Um, okay. Ice cream is a lot of science. People is don't it? realize. Really, it it's just seems lot... like just cold milk. Nah, the quality of our ice cream is very rare to find in the UK. Yeah, it's not been that easy. I think yeah. this year has been the year we've actually made money. Welcome to the takeoff experience, where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures, and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Takeoff Experience. We have special guests, actually. Normally we have one, but we've got two two amazing guests today. How are you both doing, Lissimba and Oppie? I'm great. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah? So how how are both your days today? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, no, my day's been good. Um, just coming from a doctor's appointment. Um, and yeah, just came straight here and I'm uh, good to go. Uh, I had a viewing for an event that okay. I'm doing in the next couple of weeks because okay. I work as a private chef. So I went to view a venue this morning and then the weather was acting crazy. So I went back home and I took a nap. <laughs> okay. So you didn't, you did the viewing. I did the viewing. You did the viewing. And the weather, like, okay, I was like, I was like, I was going to work in a coffee shop till this but then I was like, nah, I just went home and <laughs> took a very long nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, the the weather's the weather's crazy at the yeah. moment. And I think these are one of the things that I don't actually like um about the UK. But just to get go back to into your stories, who would you say Opie is? Oh, you're asking me to describe her? No, oh, I'm okay. asking you to describe oh, you. I'm like, woo. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll do that. <laughs> when I was like, who would you say is that me? Okay, who would you say OP is? Um, OP is a big foodie. Mm-hmm. Um, OP is slightly crazy. <laughs> OP jumps in when people are talking because she's Nigerian. Ah, uh, yeah, OP is dramatic. <laughs> but. OP loves food. I think the main thing is food. Um, and I like to express myself through food. So I've worked in a lot of like fine dining scene and I've just learned to express like my culture and what I grew up with through food, but in a different way. Okay. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Simba, what about you? Um, I would describe myself as also a foodie. Like I... I love everything about food, maybe uh, a little too much. Um, I guess I'll put it out there. I ripped my trousers on the way here. So, you know, <laughs> hopefully that's not showing on the camera. But yeah, um, that's a sign of how much I love food. Um, oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> but um, outside of that, I would describe myself as... Uh, uh, I took a survey recently. Someone mm. put me onto this and I... Uh, things started to click because I started to realize that I'm a, a very competitive person. Okay. Um, and competition is what drives me um, a lot. Um, also, you know, I feel, I think I'm a very empathetic person. I think I'm a, a, a people person. And um, yeah, that's, I guess, it in a short summary. That's good. Both, both good, both good um, answers. And the reason why I say that is because you didn't, you didn't describe yourselves as like roles. A lot of people, when you ask them who are you, they'll say, oh, I'm a, I'm a this, I'm a that. They don't describe who they are. 
So it's 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 good. You both know who you are. Sure. I learned cool. that at the retreat, actually. Did you? Yeah. It's called Retreating While Black. Um Retreating While Black. Yeah, something so house black people in Soul House do. Um, and I went for one of the events and they asked us to introduce ourselves. Hmm. And someone said, Oh, I'm a content creator or something. He's like, nah, just stop introducing yourself with what you do. It's not it doesn't make you who you are. Like yeah. outside of that, what is that? So that's where I learned how to introduce myself, actually. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm learning that too, to be honest. I think it's like we say, we are not our jobs. That's that's yeah. something different. That's not who we are as as people. Um, Sophie, you said you're from Nigeria. Lisimba, where are you from? Uh, born here. Parents are from Jamaica. Okay. Were you born here, Opie, as well? I was born in Dublin. Dublin? Oh, yeah. wow. How, how long did you stay out there for? Passport. Do you have a passport? I just went there for the passport. You just went there for the passport? <laughs> how would you have gone there with a the passport? My mom just, she's like, it's a typical Nigerian mom. I want a better <laughs> life for my child. So my mom was in labor here. But she okay. got on a plane and she's like, I'm going to wear this passport. Really? So yeah. That is so smart. So you got I've two passports I've not been there before. Then. Yeah. I've got two passports. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. And the Dublin, okay, see, now nah, let me, e I'm going to e show how stupid I am. <laughs> uh, what well, all smart. EU is still, okay, yeah. okay, cool, 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 cool. I can go anywhere. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we should try and get we should try and get another fossil that's mad that's mad and um listen so so you're from the where where do you say parents uh from? parents from jamaica jamaica have you ever been yes a long time ago i'm well overdue a trip well overdue yeah how long are we talking i don't think i have been for maybe 15 years okay yeah, so, um, yeah, both of my parents are there at the moment. Mm. Um, what son, right? I'm expecting. Yeah, you know, um, I always say, look, I, I, I don't think my uh, my skin is designed for this cold, you know. It's even, not. It, even, it's not. Even a day like today, like, it's just raining buckets. You know, I spent a few years um, in Ghana. And one thing I just always, one thing I remember about being in Ghana is I never check the weather app, you know, and then you come back here and it's like, okay, I get a notification. Yeah, is it going to rain? Yeah. Even if it tells you it's not going to rain, it's going to rain. Yeah. Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, like wrapping up every two seconds, it's, uh, it's wrong, you know, but it is what it is. Um, you know, I know they're perhaps better than I know Jamaica, yeah. even though I haven't been there in a long time, but, um, yeah, dad's out there now working on his, his house and stuff. So you know, it'd be nice to go out there, go see it, and um, yeah, go see the homeland. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Before I went to Nigeria last year, I think I hadn't gone in like seventeen years. So if oh yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to go more often. You said something interesting though. You went to Ghana. Yeah. What happened there? Why? Why Ghana? Yeah. Not nothing against Ghanaians. I've got <laughs> lots of Ghanaian friends. Um. So to to I guess con oh, sorry to condense a very long story. Um, my friend was going out to Ghana and he, I think he was going out there for like a month or so. And, um, he was like, yeah, do you want to, do you want to come like my best friend? So I was like, for sure. Like, I don't know any other opportunity I'm going to get to go visit West Africa. So what better than to go with your, your best friend? So it's a family holiday, but I got to, to, to tag along. Yeah. And, uh, you know, while I was out there, um, his father was out there and introduced us to some, you know, some opportunities to get involved with like property and things like that. Uh, and I think we, 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 we got excited by the opportunity, but we kind of slept on it. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't move on it. Cause like, there was just so much going on. Right. Um, but I had an, an amazing time in Ghana, like Ghana's is, Ghana is special. Yeah. Um, and then we had so much fun. We decided to come back the next year. And then when we came back, like we saw like some of the opportunities that we missed. And then we were like, oh, wow, no, this is like, you know, this is like real opportunity. And within three months, we packed our bags and moved, you know. Um, and then, yeah, then then uh, kind of spent three years there. Okay. Kind of thing. Wow. And then, um, yeah, then I'm back in uh, nice gray London. Why did you come back? <laughs> you should have stayed. Uh, if, if only it was that simple. So. To be transparent, when I came back was at a time when the 
currency started to depreciate. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, I set up like a, uh, at a shop, well, a restaurant over there. And because of the type of, so it was basically a Jamaican fast food mm-hmm. kind of shop. And um, most of the ingredients were imported. So because of that, we were hit by um, the currency depreciating because by the time I'd buy some stock and we sold it, the money that we've made is less than what the price rise right. of that product was due to okay. um, the currency. Defer- the, the and that was on from the Ghanaian side, right? Yeah. The currency the Ghanaian side. Yeah, okay. the Ghanaian and side. And you're having to buy in there, obviously convert it. Yeah, yeah. so I'm getting cities back converting that into whether it's the dollar or the pound whatever well i I guess the dollar um to buy those goods and yeah we just i was playing you know um catch up i was chasing my own tail so at the time i was like okay cool let me come back to london where i can get some pounds where you know i don't have to worry about that and let let me like send pounds back over to uh, prop up the business uh the problem is Ghana is a place where you have to be on the ground. Yeah. You know, I have people you really trust. Right. Yes. Because I had people telling me that my, 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 my staff were selling their own ice cream in my shop, selling phone credit, selling all sorts on the menu, pocketing money. Like it was just, it was, it was a lose, lose, Yeah, you know? And, you know, unfortunately, um, at that time I just had to make the decision to just stay in, in, uh, in London. Wow, wow, wow. That's a wow, been through it, man. <laughs> it, it happens. It <laughs> been happens. through it. And you know, and it's I think it's a good experience to go through sometimes, you know. Um, it helps you learn. I mean, I've never been through that, you know, but I know I want to set up some stuff there and I always hear, Oh, there's this problem. I hear through, you know, my mum when she when she when she's doing her businesses out there. So to hear it firsthand from you as well, um, it shows the difficulty of it. It's not, you know, it's not easy trying to do something. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think you know, um, I, I perhaps might not be the best person to advise on what doing business is like mm-hmm. there now because I left some time ago. But you know, uh, just looking back for me doing business there, you have to be on the ground. Um, you have to be on the ground to 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 just watch everything. Yeah. Um, it's very rare that you find someone that you can trust. Unfortunately, it just is what it is, right? Mm. Um, but with that said, though, you know, I I do have some ideas of of other businesses that i would like to you know yeah. start there in the in the future no time soon <laughs> but yeah one day i mean you've got this business here so how do you both meet well me uh chef d chef diaries had an event um and my friend knows him so hmm. he invited me to the event as a birthday present and then we met simba there and he was just talking about food and he's like oh he has this business idea that he would like to do did you say something like that? Yeah, he did. Um, and I was like, okay, let me know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And basically messaged me like a couple of months after or a year after. Uh, a year a after, m- wow. I don't think yeah. it was a year, maybe a few months or like I can't eight remember. Or nine months. It was a while. It was long. And then he messaged yeah. me like, Oh, he's got a business idea. Okay. And I was like, okay. I like Why, that. why, why, Opie? And nobody else. Um, so, 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 um, one, I could, um, after I did my, 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 my background research, I guess, you Google searched me. I looked at obviously the stuff that you made. Um, (laughs) or you tasted the stuff that you made. Yeah. Instagram looking at your, you know, you have to do your research, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an honor though. He's saying good things. I actually Google searched him. So there you go. (laughs) Make sure you're not a murderer or something. So um yeah, after I look her her talent was just like I, I could see, even though I hadn't tasted it, I could just like see her talent in an instant. Um but I think like outside of her talent, the biggest reason in me approaching her is I don't know what fancy words to use, it's just her personality. Mm. Um like being able to get along. Yeah. Um yeah, to be able to get along with you is like the biggest thing. I think we literally had a conversation uh, the other day in the car where I was saying, like, how many arguments have we had? And I Thank think, you. well, we have disagreements, which I think I are, mean, that's going to be normal, right? Yeah. The business, right? It's but normal. actually, like... Yeah. It's normal. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> yeah. It's normal. but actually, like, disagreement, like, argue. I think 
it might be one, but even us can't yeah. properly. It's probably not big, and I think you're. It sounds like you're both similar on the same page as well. Yeah, both love food. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mentioned word uh, earlier about um, I'm very empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Opie's empathetic as well, Damn. and that that is for me above everything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't know how you'll take this, but I don't want to work with mean people. Yeah. Even if you're kind to me and you're mean to other people, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just about, cause you know, I, I see this as like, you know, fast forward five, 10 years, like a huge business mm-hmm. employing like, like loads of people. Um, it, it may be international, who knows? Yeah. But you have to start a culture and that culture yeah. comes from the top and just working with, kind people mm-hmm. is paramount for me yeah you know because uh <laughs> i met some characters so i know what i'm avoiding yeah but that's the most paramount <laughs> me- reason for me uh yeah that old school way of working i think is out yeah. in with the new there you go yeah you know i mean yeah yeah I-, I agree i don't like working with characters <laughs> let's call them that <laughs> that's 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 it you uh you you i i you, you meet a lot of people that talk the talk and don't walk or walk or just 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 mean i don't know if that's a good explanation people mm-hmm. that are just not kind hearted people yeah. um Get you know that in the kitchen yeah <laughs> i can imagine because we're entitled that's the problem right especially in certain countries here we're entitled and not that we're not as appreciative like for example like um Say, okay, say you go to a restaurant, you order something, the food is good. Let's say it's not even, let's say it's eight out of 10. Some people will be looking for that, ah, oh, about that two out of 10, start complaining about that. That's what I mean that we're entitled. Yeah. Whereas across the world, there's some people that don't even get to eat that day. So there's a bit of entitlement here. Sometimes I feel like when you're so used to something, you you have that entitled mentality at times. Yeah, we are, I guess a story on that we had a, uh... I don't know if I say this or not, I'll just say it. We had a wedding and <laughs> and uh, when we oh. catered for the wedding, <laughs> okay. some some Did you cater your ice cream for it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. okay, cool. Um we all set up now and then these aunties came and they were literally arguing about because they I guess it wasn't maybe very clear about where the queue started. So one decided they're gonna Nigerian aunties. Yeah. One decided they're gonna swing around, and right in front of us, they started arguing about who's getting served first. Like, I can't. Do you remember what they were saying? Then I spoke to the next person behind, and she's like, "Do you know who I am?" I said, "I said no, auntie. Sorry, oh, auntie. Mean. I thought this guy was asking me you, and she's. Do you know who I am?" Yeah, I'm the something something of the bride. I was oh like, my gosh. Sorry, ma. I'm sorry. Like, be, it's just like they just yeah, they just feel like because we're giving them a service. Yeah, you should bow down and rub their legs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Right. Should. Yeah, it's 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 not. But it's, it was. Yeah, it's uh, it kind of comes with the territory. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And um, industry wise. It sounds like you both have experience in the food industry. So, Opie, go, start with you first. How did you become a chef? Like, where did that journey for you begin? Uh, that journey started when I was six. Okay. Watching Food Network in Nigeria. Nice. I grew up in Nigeria. Okay. Um, and Food Network popped on the TV. And I was like, wow, fire, knives. I love it. And I went to my mom. I was like, I want to be a chef. She's like, huh? Where did this come from? <laughs> you have to go to the university first, though. <laughs> You're not doing all this. But she indulged me. She would take me to culinary, like, summer schools. Um, I had an auntie that used to sell food on the side of the road. She would uh-huh. leave me there. Since you want to learn, learn the hard way, basically. That was my mom. My mom was strict. Um, so, aside from there, and then I went to uni in Ghana, Again, Ghana. <laughs> I went wow. to uni in Ghana for four years. And then when I go back, she's like, your passport is about to expire. Uh, you're going to renew. Are you going to come back? Nope. I'm going to go to culinary school. She's like, okay. 
you've done the degree, so you can do whatever you want now. Wow. <laughs> so I basically came here, applied for a culinary school at Westminster, Kingsway. I got in for an international course for one year. I basically did a crash course because I was like, I don't want to go back to school for like three years. So I did a crash course. I worked, I worked hard. <laughs> I would work for free. Um, any experience I could get. While I was doing culinary school, I worked at like Billingsgate Fish Market. I used to wash plate and do like kitchen That's assistant. Um, and then my teacher got me my first job, an ex-student. Um, he had a restaurant um, and I worked there for two years. And that was fast paced, fine dining. I would get to work at eight o'clock in the morning and I'd be leaving work at 12 midnight, 1 a.m. And I did that for two years, but I could feel myself burning out. Yeah. Because the first few months, I would go home crying. I'd be in full-blown tears. As soon as I woke out, my legs would be shaking, my hands would be shaking. And I'd be like, why am I doing this? But every time I get to East Ham, there'll be one auntie in the bus that will mm-hmm. stop me. Why are you crying? <laughs> I hate my job. I hate my job. Yeah. Then the next morning, I'll be like, let's go back. <laughs> wow. Because I never cried at work. Yeah. I never show them that they, they could break me. Mm-hmm. I was always like, I have to do this. Because at first when I started, I was the only girl. Mm-hmm. And I was the only black person. And that was very difficult for me. I had a chef one time tell me I should call him master. You're joking. Yeah. And I was like, do you think... He's like, In the response to what? Just out of nowhere, they just said that. He he believes that I should obey everything he's doing. Um, but I was always someone that clashed with everyone in the kitchen because mm-hmm. I was very aggressive. Outside of the kitchen. What, did, what more, did they mean aggressive? Like, Because so they always like try to put attach that. But... I, I created that aggressive spirit. I know okay. I did okay. because I had to fight. Okay, fair. Outside of the kitchen, I wasn't pushy OP. Yeah. Or I inside the kitchen, okay. I would punch you. Someone called me. Someone <laughs> called me a hole one time. What? I scratched his face. I beat Someone called like your colleague. Yeah, I beat him up. What kind of this is a very toxic type it's of environment. A, kitchen is a toxic environment. But I beat him up. And I'm not that person. Yeah. But I, I went straight for the jugular. <laughs> So I knew that mm. I started to have traits that I normally don't have right, okay. in the kitchen because I felt like I had to fight. Mm. So things, characters I didn't have or personalities I didn't have. Mm. As soon as I stepped in the kitchen, you would look at my face and you think I'm angry. Yeah. But I'm not angry. I just need to okay. work. And I, I needed people to take me seriously, yeah. especially the guys. So I had to have this different persona mm-hmm. that I was strong. But truthfully, as soon as I step out the kitchen... I'd be in tears. Okay. Because everything would be hurting me. But in the kitchen, I never wanted to show that side of me. Right. Because then they do, they always say this, that once you get into your first kitchen, someone has to break you. But I, I always wanted to show them that I couldn't be broken, but I was broken too many times. Mm. But I would cry outside. Mm. I'd cry at home. I'll cry on my way home. So it was hard for the two years. I burned out. I did burn out. Um, and I started to hate my job, but I loved cooking. Um, the environment was just not it for me because they just believe that a woman's place is not in the kitchen, especially professional kitchens. Um, but I did work hard. I worked hard that I could, I worked hard. I knew every section in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and if someone wasn't around, I could do everything. Yeah. That's how much I pushed myself to show that I was good enough. And after two years, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I went back to uni. I did... I think I did a master's. I did a master's in food business management and then COVID hit. And I was just hard because I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. So me not having what drives me felt like I didn't have anything. Yeah. And then I think that's when we started speaking right before COVID okay. is when we started speaking. So the first lockdown was a lot of testings. So while I was at home, he's at home. I'll do testings. I'll this call testing him. Testing ice cream. Yeah. Testing ice okay, cream. Cool. I'll call him. I'll be like, Simba, do you want to come up because of some ice yeah. cream? Or he'll be like, oh, I tried this. Do you want to come and pick us some ice cream? What was so, the first flavor you tried that you tried to make? Rum and raisin. Okay. Rum and raisin. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, that's a, the way I see things is like something that's um, already there. It's a usual flavor. Yeah. I was like, I want it to be different. So when we're trying it, I would make a raisin ice cream and add like a caramel sauce or something. 
still working on it, but it didn't work out for us at the first phase. And then we started trying planting. Mm. And I think we did almost like four testings of planting before we got yeah. it. Yeah. Why did it work out? Like, I'm trying to understand, like, what, what wasn't working out with it? Was it the flavor wasn't nice? Was it just not forming correctly? Was that the it, problem? It's the variation on the flavors. Okay. Ice cream is a lot of science. People is don't it? realize. Really? It just seems like just cold milk. Nah. Frozen <laughs> milk. <laughs> no, educate me, innit? <laughs> educate the listeners and watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's a lot of science. Yeah. Because if you put too much egg yolk, mm. if it upsets the balance, then you're tasting like an eggy mixture. Yeah. And it's just, you can taste the egg. If there's too much cream, you can have an overwhipped ice cream. Mm-hmm. If there's too much milk, you can have like a really loose ice cream. If the temperature is not up to 82 degrees, it's not going to freeze well. It's not yeah. going to be creamy. Um, If it's too hot before you put it in the ice cream machine, mm-hmm. you can get ice crystals. There's like, it's a science. And yeah. personally, I hate science. Really? But then you're doing, you're, but you're a chef. Isn't that science? That's yes, cooking science. It yeah. is. Because when I watch some of the shows, sometimes I'm like, these guys are incredible. The way the things that they, the way they speak about is like, this is clearly a science. But I do not like science. All right. But I've had to learn science because of what? I enjoy to cook. Right, okay. But then I don't learn it the way some people learn it. You will see people doing food science. They'll go straight. You see people doing ice cream. Some people go straight into the sciencey bits before they create their flavors. Okay. Especially when it comes to like the dairy-free options and stuff. Yeah. They will go straight into calculating before they even do their flavors. So do you have to do that? You have to actually do... You don't have to do okay. that. So we've gone okay. through the testing room. Yeah. We've done loads of tests, like, based on each flavor. Like, we'll do a test. This yeah. doesn't work. Try another test. So for the first few months, there's a lot of waste because I couldn't get it to so many people around me. Only a few people. He couldn't get to a few people. So even if we try one flavor, it would go in the bin after and be like, try again. Okay. Because we didn't have that loads of people to, like, give to try it. Yeah. I tried to keep my housemates, but not everyone would take it because they were like, mm. They don't want to try like a random flavor, <laughs> planting ice cream. Who came up with that? Who came up with the planted ice cream? Who decided? Oh, you and me. Yeah. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Am I, am I a fan? I need to taste it. I, look, you know what? I'm crazy when it comes to food. I love food yeah. as well. This is why I'm so excited about this interview. I will taste anything. Let's hope it's still frozen because it's in my bag. Oh, is it? Because <laughs> yeah. I'll eat. And honestly, I'll eat. I eat. I'll try anything. I've eaten. I've even... There's a restaurant somewhere in central it's served serve bugs bugs mm-hmm. okay. yeah, 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 yeah you can eat bugs yeah i try anything well most things i said no, 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 no. yeah Every, most things once yeah, yeah once or twice if i don't like it i won't eat it again if i like it yeah i'll keep going for sure, it sure, sure. the only thing i'll try is raw meat and after that nothing else i can't really <laughs> especially if it's not something raw meat because we do like tartar in the kitchen yeah but that's the height but bugs that's the height that's the height i can go but bugs but apparently bugs are apparently supposed to be good <sighs> except it's also someone, protein yeah, that's yeah. what i hear except yeah. i get blindfolded and they put it in my mouth and, it tastes <laughs> nice. and then you tell me it's bugs then i'll be like oh then i'll be eating it <laughs> but if i see it no don't they do like a bug flower or something like that yeah yeah insect. probably yeah. probably i would be surprised there's they insect flowers one of my classmates flower. yeah one of my classmates actually uses it to make cakes while i was doing the degree so there's insect flowers and stuff that you can use to make big really yeah wow high in protein that's crazy that's crazy thank you so much for your story what about you listen how did you get into the food because you said you mentioned ghana but before then how how did you get into this industry i think ghana is the start of the the whole food entering that okay why restaurant then out of everything why did you decide to do that in ghana so when I uh when I when I went over to Ghana, we decided to well the plan was to, you know, go and get into property and things like that. Um and my friend's dad, he had a hotel over there. Um at that particular time the the restaurant part, the whole food and beverage section of the restaurant, sorry, of the hotel wasn't doing well, wasn't, you know, making any 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 money. Um and he basically said to me and my friend, like, yeah, take over. And just run, run, okay. run the, run the restaurant. Right. And I was like, wow. And you know, 
I'm very grateful for that experience because of like, I don't know anybody else that would have said, here, here's a whole restaurant, just go, yeah. go run it, you know? Um, so yeah, we were involved in everything from, um, uh, sorry, something just came to my mind, just remembered. We, we tried to stop people stealing and then we were hearing stories about people slipping tilapia in their pants to try and... <laughs> get away with it and stuff so that just came to my mind this but, is crazy man but um yeah um loss prevention to you know um changing the seating arrangements to just like, everything and that's obviously what inspired the the confidence to do like bars and restaurants and things like that okay so then obviously having my own restaurant gives me further confidence and then coming back to um london i returned into insurance because i was doing insurance before i went out there um like sales account management all that kind of stuff but i felt like it just i just remembered what you were saying earlier about you know um not not describing yourself by your job yeah and for me like doing insurance was definitely not me mm. you know um and even now i feel like that with what i'm doing um which i'll get onto is so i i left the insurance to go work again in the food industry because it's like i want to open up something i want to do something in the food industry but if i need to do that i need to get like up-to-date experience yes yeah. i've got Ghanaian experience but you know uk is a different market yeah so i um um i knew i wanted to do fast food uh i actually applied for mcdonald's um oh didn't go okay. for the interview in the end why um because mcdonald's for me is kind of like a factory you know yeah yeah um, I I, I, I can't like, I really admire what McDonald's do. Mm. You know, they, um, just knowing a bit about the story with Ray Kroc and like the brothers and just how that, that, that grew over the years and where they came from. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a fascinating story to me. Yeah. Um, but you know, it just felt like a factory. So, um, I applied and luckily I got it. I started working with Nando's. Mm -hmm. Um, and I say luckily, cause like, I really, just a personal opinion. I really feel that Nando's has such a, a unique place in culture. Yeah. Um, and they've held that place for so long. So long. And I'm like um, never going to go you away. Know, and I don't know how they did it. To be honest. <laughs> so someone just was, came out of nowhere. Yeah. They've been, but they've been around for a while Yeah. Now. That's what I yeah. mean. They've been around for a while, but they just came, they just embedded themselves and they're just part of our culture. Yeah. Everyone just goes to Nando's. Yeah. yeah. Every, everybody loves Nando's. Yeah. You know, I think we're past the point where like, um, I might not get away with taking someone on a date to Nando's <laughs> that might not work anymore, <laughs> but you know, Nando's is, is, uh, I think it's, it's a special place. And, uh, I was very curious just to see how they did that from the inside. Yeah. You know, so yeah, just been uh, growing through the ranks there and um, yeah, learning. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's such, such a great story. And I wanted to bring it back to Ice Cream and Ting. The name, who who came up with the name? Ice Cream and Ting is a sick name. So um, I came up with the name Ice Cream and Ting. Mm -hmm. um, I guess Opie didn't know this till recently. The uh, restaurant I had in... Oh, I know. Had Ting in it. Yeah, so it was oh. called it was called um, patty and ting. Ah. So yeah, we saw lots of Jamaican patties and roti and all the kinds of stuff. So for me, it just had and ting, so not ice cream and ting. So, oh, because yeah. we had a lot of argument. <laughs> name. Oh we my god! Back and forth on what ice name cream and ting. Name. Keep it as that is. That's yeah. that's that's such that's such a lit lit name. And you, so you actually started a business. Did you before the ice cream? You you were sure about the ice cream? How long did it take you? to be like okay yeah i'm sure the ice cream this is what it is let's let's launch a business do you mean about picking ice cream as a product no like or? your first product because I, I, mean, I imagine did you only launch one ice cream or like multiple at the same time we went straight in is it did you just straight do like five six seven eight no like two okay two that's good yeah that's good oh you just started a business straight away we Man. we did the testing and while we're doing the testing you registered as a business like we already we just went oh wow in. okay i love yeah. this i love yeah. the seriousness of this yeah we just went straight wow. in i was like this is gonna work it's gonna work yeah um at first we wanted to do like flavor change every week i was like who's gonna do that i mean maybe <laughs> in the future you can when you yeah. scale up right so well, my brain my creative brain wasn't able to dish that out <laughs> so cool i think i think i think <laughs> i think this this speaks to i guess the way my brain my brain yeah. works yeah. With, with with business 
And for me, in my brain, it's like a business. It's never just stationary. It's never static. Yeah. It's forever an evolving process. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I won't lie. A lot of just the beginning of the beginning of starting this business, you know, we looked a lot of how the American model works Okay. because the quality of our ice cream is very rare to find in the UK. Yeah. We're quite comparable to some American brands, mm -hmm. but you in America, you have a lot of these very premium, very boutique ice cream shops that you just don't have here. Yeah. Um, I won't call out brands by name, but <laughs> there are some UK brands that if you taste us and taste theirs, yeah. it's, it's, it's a night and day difference. Okay. Uh, and one of the biggest reasons for that is something called overrun. Mm. And overrun is effectively where you pump a lot of air into your ice cream. So higher the overrun, the more air. So the more air it is, you're not tasting, you're tasting air rather than ice cream. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. why like the Mr. Whippy, the, the, what do you call it? The soft serve, soft serve yeah. ice cream is very cheap. Uh, you know, our, uh, uh, cause that's all air. It's air. And it's already uh, mixed. It's mostly milk. Yeah. So. I did not know that. They that's got crazy. Milk is cheap. Yeah. Soft course. cream is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so our uh, ice cream is very thick and very decadent and very rich. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't cut corners on, on the, on, on the, the, the flavors that we make and we don't pump a lot of air into it. Yeah. So that's why it was looking, okay, what are like-minded businesses doing? Mm -hmm. And, and one of the ideas that I, I borrowed was <laughs> just how they rotate flavors. I was like, mm -mm -mm, bro. But in the future, yes. Yeah, look, my my I'll be more comfortable. Yeah. My <laughs> be sweet. <laughs> my to do list of innovative t t ideas is like it's like this long. Yeah, mm. it's always gonna be. It's gonna keep on growing. Yeah, and I've had yeah. to cut and cut and cut and cut because of you know yeah. it's just minimum viable product just to yeah. get the ball rolling. Yeah, and then yeah. It's not been that easy. I think yeah. this year has been the year we've actually made money. Okay. Yeah. In the first year, we were paying rent. We weren't making any. We were giving okay. a lot of free ice cream. Okay. I would get ice cream to anybody that would message me or even say yes. Because mm -hmm. we just wanted people to try it. But it's also keeping people addicted kind of yeah. way. That just stay connected to us. Um, But it's also hard because he's got work. I worked in a restaurant. I still work private. Mm -hmm. um, and we only get time to work on ice cream and ting mm. on, in the weekend. Okay. So it's only literally just the weekend for now. You're both doing it. We're open throughout the week where yeah. people can order for collection on Saturdays. Okay. But we only get time to make ice cream yeah. on a Saturday. Okay. Um, we only get... a lot of pressure. It is. Yeah. There's, we don't have weekends. Yeah. <laughs> Our weekend okay. is work. Yeah. So it's like... You're making ice cream on Saturday. So trying to get the word out, trying yeah. to create content, all those things is so it's tough. Like jam-packed into one day where I'm just like, can you take the camera out of my face? Because <laughs> he's like, if you have to get content. So and I'm like, no, <laughs> I need to make the ice cream. So as you know, the world's ruled by content now, yeah. right? So every... Every two seconds... Well, when I can, I'm not going to say that I'm there trying yeah. to make content all the time. When I can, I might try and film something... But it's like, I, like, like I don't know. Like, let's say we're making a brownie or something, right? You have to pour the flour in. So I want to do the cinematic of the the flour. I turn around to get the camera. I turn around. It's already in. I'm like, Opie, come. Like, you know what I'm trying to do. And then she starts laughing. I'm like, there's no time for that. We we have the kitchen from certain time to certain time. I want to get out at that same yeah. time. I don't want to sleep here no more. Because there were times we did the market during the summer. Mm. And we'd be leaving the kitchen at 12 midnight. I'd yeah. be like, yo. Yeah, there was I'm some... I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. There was some long days. we get yeah. there for, what, 7 a.m.? Yeah. And 7 a.m. And we get left the kitchen after, like, midnight. Midnight, wow. 1 o'clock. Just cream. making ice cream. That's yeah. crazy. So, but that's... You know what? That's... Even though you're working that hard, you're getting a lot of orders. So people are yeah. clearly loving it, right? It was the market. loving what you're doing. It was... Um, we did Hackney Market. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to come to that. I couldn't... I was going to Manchester that day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but was, I wanted to come to that. That's mad. It was really busy. Yeah. Like the first day, I was like, two tubs is fine of planting. It's okay. Two tubs was finished by half. Simba's like, we need to do more next week. The next week we do four. The four is finished as well. I'm like, wow, help. <laughs> so we'd we'd been more busy in that 
market that one day than we had been for the whole year yeah. online. Wow. You know? So yeah. that's insane. Um, so it's gonna be is the plan more markets then as much as you can to get the word out. Yeah. Let me start. Okay. Yes, because delivery of the ice cream is very expensive. Okay. So we can't deliver all around London. Yeah. So having that market, mm. people that want it, it's like everyone just comes to us on that day. Yeah. Because it's either they've been watching our content and they want it, mm-hmm. but we can't deliver to them. Okay. Dry ice is expensive now. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that's one reason why markets have been good to us. Okay. Is there anything you add? No, just yeah you've um you've you've basically said it um just having somewhere regular where people can can yeah. come to us has um been super important because you spoke earlier about giving people samples yeah. and one thing that we've noticed two things you give someone a sample and they can absolutely love it doesn't mean they're gonna buy you know um and then we've had people telling us in our dms we're driving down from wherever to yeah. get planted mm. ice cream. But we cream. like we've been selling online. We didn't buy for collection. The, but they would drive. But they would drive down. I don't for know. The maybe market. because you know what it is. I think sometimes when it comes to food, the truth is people prefer per- in person. There's a, they want to meet you yeah. guys in person. Sometimes ordering online. I'm not saying that there's they'll order next time now because they've met you. Yeah. But for them, just be okay. Now I know you. It's a weird thing. I think that's just what people are. I can see. I can know now. Know you're legit. Yeah. Rather than somebody fake created a page and then you're now taking my money. There's. A, I think there's an element of that. Yeah. You know, black people as well. And I'm not saying that these were <laughs> black people. We are skeptical. We're very skeptical people. We can be skeptical. So sometimes we do want to, you know, get that in person service. Okay, yeah. that was good. I'm gonna order it next time. So on that note. Um, I'm just going to say something You feel free to jump in um, uh, Or say no if you dis- disagree or whatever okay. um, I think I think one important reason For choosing to doing Choosing to do ice cream We understand That um, black people I say black people is quite a general term People that understand or, or know these flavours Or from parts of the world that know our flavours um, we'll be able to relate very easily. Yeah. So when we have a big sign saying planting ice cream, someone walks past that, plant it? Are you, are you sure? I got a taste that it captivates them immediately. Okay. Um, but with that said, we also understand that um, us as a community are very small within the UK. Mm-hmm. So um, ice cream was always going to be a stepping stone to introduce other cultures okay. into our flavors. So it like the, the ball doesn't just stop um, with our community, our aim is to you know go and beyond, introduce yeah. it to other cultures as well. Um, Love that because that Love that, that. I, I like just to be very blunt. That's where the money is. Yeah, yeah. we Fair also enough. get people that would be like, I don't want you to spoil the taste of plantain in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you get people, I just black people. They'd be like, mm, I already like fried plantain. Don't come and spoil it. And I'm like, try it. I I force so many people in the market to try stuff they don't want to try. I'm very convincing. I'm like, try it. You will, if you try it, I will pay for the ice cream you're about to buy. And then they will try it. They'll be like, ah, it's actually nice. You know, <laughs> sorry, go on, let you Wait, is it the the mom that bought yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. How'd you we know? had a mom that her children had bought ice cream from another like normal store, yeah. chocolate mint. And then she's walking past. She sees planted. She says, can I try it? She's trying it. She said, thank God. I didn't buy your own ice cream. I'm buying my own from ice cream. I think because all her kids and her, whoever was with her, already bought ice cream from the other place. She was dancing. And they were looking at her like. Yeah, because they already had ice cream. They couldn't. Like, yeah. Why would you yeah. do this to us? We didn't know you were here. I'm like, I'm sorry. And the kids look so annoyed. Yeah. Because they tried it and they were like. Because I'm sure she was even happy that she saved money. Because it's yeah. like what four, five. There's about five. Yeah, and she got like two huge scoops. She's like, "Don't worry, I'll share it with them." <laughs> they look so sad. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, the flavors are different. Like our cacao powder is from like Ghana and Kenya. Yeah. The coffee we used the last time was from Ethiopia. There's also the need for us in at least one ingredient is from one African or caribbean country or jamaica or somewhere like so that when somebody else that doesn't know what plantain is or doesn't know what ethiopian coffee tastes like yeah. 
when they try it, it will be like, oh, it's an Ethiopian coffee blend. It's from this company. Or this is where our plantain is from. Or we use plantain. We use hibiscus. Um, so, yeah. Wow. I love that. It's great. I like the fact that you're incorporating flavors from across the world. Like, it's amazing. That sounds, that sounds so, so amazing. Um, I feel like, you know, with ice cream, it's such an interesting thing because I feel like, Ice cream is a big thing. Like I had ice cream in Nigeria, but it wasn't like, it's not like a different, it wasn't different flavor. It was just your yeah. normal, like your normal flavors. Um, but in, from that side of it, what, what do you have planned next? Flavors? No, just in generally, general. yeah. Um, just regular spot, um, more markets. We do have some more flavors coming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess one of them that I'm really very excited about is a, a sour sap mojito. Wow. That, um, yeah, that one is, is, is really nice. Um, also the sticky Jamaican rum cake flavor as well. Wow. Yeah. Got. It's like a Jamaican rum cake with like a vanilla ice cream and some caramelized apple, like wow. syrup over it. To so yeah. That. Um, we yeah. have uh we have a pumpkin spice where it's it's there but it's i don't know yeah i'm not a pumpkin spice person this is another thing that's hard with like recipe development my taste buds is fully nigerian yeah. i eat rice and stew almost every day <laughs> like like i eat eba and egusi for breakfast yeah like my taste buds is very... That's a bit much though. I'm telling you, my <laughs> taste buds is... I'm someone that lands in Lagos and goes straight to Damala spots wow. between a couple of hours. My taste buds is very Nigerian. Yeah. So since I started working in the kitchen, I tried to learn how to taste things. So the pumpkin spice one, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. Okay. So it's hard for me to say it's a win. Right. So I'm like, okay. give it to someone to try. Let's give it to people. So we just message randomly, do you want to try ice cream? Because sometimes I need somebody else's opinion to tell mm-hmm. me that it's great. Yeah. Because I remember when I did the planting house first, I was like, oh, it tastes nice. But to me, I wasn't sure. But till I gave it to him, he's like, it's a win. But to me, I'm like, is it there? I don't think it's there. Okay. So it's like, I think that's also the chef. Every chef is always criticizing himself and mm-hmm. the, your, your biggest critique. Sometimes I'm just like, it's not it. So the pumpkin spice one, I was like, it's okay. Because I don't know what pumpkin spice meant to taste yeah. like. Because I've never really tried it. But Tim was like, I think it needs something else. So we're like, okay, let's put on a pause. Give some people to try it. And then we get feedback back. Then I'll know if I need to add some stuff to it. Yeah. Um, and get other good. people's that's opinions. That's a good idea. Yeah. Definitely don't rush the process. Because once you put it out there, it's out there, right? Yeah. I yeah. think that's the first, I think the first two, three flavors got a lot of love. Mm. Um, because we spent so much time on yeah. them. The next ones are more of, of less. I've learnt our base, our base ice cream mix. Like we we now have a signature yeah. base ice cream mix that goes with anything. So it's now how to what to add into it, how to incorporate it into something else. Um so now it's more working on flavor pairings. And sometimes I I might go a bit fine dining edge. Simba's like come back it's too fancy <laughs> or he's like uh, it sounds expensive yeah. <laughs> so i'm like okay let's just slow down because sometimes kitchen wise as well the fine dining side would just be in my head i'll be like oh let's give them some caramelized white chocolate something and he's like <laughs> it, it's it sounds not, great it's not it's not i'm not i, I love it i know no. you love it it's expensive but i'm also i'm also very And this is something we've had disagreements about trying to understand what the mass market might want on their, on their, um, on, on the ice cream. Mm. So as an example, I got shot toppings. Yeah. I got shot for, uh, suggesting sprinkles, you know, cause obviously sprinkles is not fine dining. It's not premium. It's not. Except I make premium popping candy sprinkles. Do you get what I mean? So this is. An, ex- an insight yeah okay. into... on what we have arguments on because i'm like hell no is no one going to come to the store and ask for sprinkles i don't do sprinkles i'm top class do you know who i am 
Let me do like the Nigerian aunties. Do you know what I make? <laughs> no, I can't do sprinkles. But we we spoke I said yeah, we've we've uh, we've uh, we've got with that said we 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 have many 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 things planned. Yeah, it's just about doing it at the at, at the right time. Yeah. Also, getting time is hard. Yeah. Trying to juggle like jobs. Before I had like three jobs with well three jobs and the ice cream. Yeah. It's 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 hard. Like the first few years, especially when you're not paying yourself as the people working in yeah. your business, it's really hard because it feels like you're putting a lot of energy into something. But you don't really get anything back. But we get love back. You get a lot of love. And I get think you'll definitely love. get a lot back. I think it's just yeah. a matter of just yeah, keep pushing. Keep pushing. You know, business, I don't think anything worth having anyway is going to be done in a short amount of time. True. You have to just keep on keep on plugging. And like you said, you've got the reception, right? You've got you've now proved the concept. You've done a few market stores. It's worked out well. Yeah. I think it, I think you'll it'll continue to to go well for you and I you know obviously I wish you luck obviously I'm gonna uh, taste ice cream I'll get some for my wife too I know I know I told her about it she's yeah she's looking forward to it um yeah so yeah it's gonna be cool but yeah we're definitely gonna do a part two uh, in the future as well and yeah I'm wishing you both much more success plug a plug a plug ice cream and ting everywhere as well i love the name i love the ice cream and ting it's so it's so sick but yeah thank you both so much for uh coming on uh listeners watchers thank you so much for listening to this episode of takeoff experience and yeah we'll see you next week save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.